Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another Nintendo PowerCast where we're doing some bonus episodes looking at as the developer part four for the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom so let's jump into this thing shall we so part four starts with what makes the game the legend of zelda like okay i know that breaking the conventions this is from the interviewer it says uh i know that the the breaking of the conventions of the legend of zelda was the theme behind the previous title however it seems that breaking the conventions of sequels was the concept for this title because it filled it's filled with many new elements despite being a sequel dota says yes that's right as we were having this discussion i was thinking that if we had created the game from scratch in a completely different world we might have ended up with something with a similar gameplay feel to the last one just with a different map i like that i like that going back to the original location made them rethink gameplay elements that's cool that's 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 really cool fuji bayashi i'm not i know i'm not saying that uh, that correctly and it kills me every time i'm sorry says i think he has a point we often say that we should create games through multiplication for example we believe that taking the main character's ability and multiplying it with a world that has a lot to offer will result in a different experience for every player every time for the sequel, as we wanted to keep offering different experiences every time without changing the world, that has a lot to that has a lot to offer. It was only natural for us to change the main character's abilities and create something new. That's why we completely redesigned Link's abilities. Uh, from the inner viewer again, Link's abilities shown in Anumasan's recent gameplay video were completely new and different from those of the last game. But when you say they have been completely redesigned. Do you mean all of his abilities are different? Anuma says, yes, they are all new. You'd be wrong if you thought the abilities were the same as before. Laughs. In particular, one of the things that sets this title apart, the fun of attaching objects to each other, has something to do with Fujibayashi-san uh, that Fujibayashi-san brought up in the early stages of development, saying, this is the gameplay I want to implement in the sequel. Fujibayashi says back then I tried creating vehicles using only the me the mechanisms and parts available in the previous game and presented them. Uh, for instance, I used spinning cog wheels as tires and attached four of them to a board to create a car. I also made a paddle steamer by attaching boards to those self-rotating cog, cog wheels by assembling stone slabs into a gun barrel using a remote bomb. I also created a cannon that shoots ancient spheres. I attached it to a car to create a tank. He laughs. By showing these ideas, I propose that if Link had the ability to attach things together, we could create this new kind of gameplay using materials that, are, that we already had available. This was how we came up with the idea of creating vehicles 
with the ultra hand ability in this title. Goes on to say, I see. So the idea of attaching objects together to create something that was present from the early stages of development. Watching a Numa Sons gameplay video, it was intuitive and easy to understand what you can do by attaching things. Dota says the object to object combinations are something our designers and programmers put a lot of effort into adjusting because of the sheer number of variations. I want players to experiment with lots of combinations and find their favorite. Takazawa says not only can you attach object, objects with the Ultra Hand ability, but you can also build weapons with Fuse ability. So the variety of combinations is truly massive. Our staff work hard to make special adjustments, adjustments to each item to ensure players wouldn't be disappointed and think, this isn't what I expected. Thanks to their efforts, we developed lots of attractive weapons that can be created with, with the Fuse ability. You can now create a spear that looks like a Grim Reaper scythe, for example. It looks super cool. I don't know if you guys are just listening. You're not seeing the, the picture of it, but it looks, it, it looks fantastic. And so this is, again, I mean, every ounce of detail we get about this game, I'm just so hyped. And I'm... I'm three about three hours away until uh, until stream starts and we'll be we'll be playing we'll be playing together. Um, Anuma says, but you see that looks like you see what looks like glue bulging out between um, the attached the attached objects. Right at first, I was shocked and thought, "What are we really going with this?" <laughs> I mean, I could I could see that. Um, Takazawa says, "Did I just get called out?" And laughs, but I'm pretty sure that was the most obvious way to express whether the objects are attached or not. I'm quite confident of that and laughs again. Well, Kai, the, the expression of glue-like substance was also perfect from a sound design perspective because it was easy to translate into a sound in real life. In, in real life. So for that, I'm very thankful. Rather than unrealistic abstract sounds, unrefined sounds that give players a more realistic sense of texture and accomplishment often feel right for the Legend of Zelda games. At this time, as this game involves repeatedly attaching and detaching objects, we needed to develop a sound effect that informs players that an object is, is now ready to be attached. So regardless of what objects are sticking together, you'll always hear the same attaching sound. Since it's a sound that you will hear over and over again, we thought the key was to create something that would give players a feeling of accomplishment so that they could genuinely enjoy the process. And this is, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, but, but getting not only the behind the scenes of the development, but getting into the minds of the developers and the, the, their thought processes and the way that like sound plays such a huge part in in helping us learn within game without just having to have a, a tutorial all the time. Like we can know that, Oh, when, when this sound takes place, this is ready to stick or it's going to stick. That kind of stuff is fantastic. And it'd be, to be honest, it's not, it's not the kind of stuff that we like, we're not really intended to think about it. We're just intended to learn it and then, and then move forward with it. And it's so great that they are able to make this a reality. Uh, Fuji Bayayashi says, once we decided on the look and added sound effects, I felt a sense of achievement the moment the objects were attached, and it was very satisfying. 
Anuma, yeah, whatever you make, you end up feeling good about it. That's that's so great. That's so cool. Dota says we originally wanted to implement this gameplay so people could enjoy simply attaching things rather than building something substantial. It's like I attach tires to a log and it moved forward, but now it looks a bit lame. But that's fine. The kind of feeling, th that kind of feeling. In that sense, I think the glue symbolizes the fun of sticking things together. Even if you randomly stick things together, you'll still end up with something uh, with a nice handmade feel. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Anuma says, yes. So don't worry if you're not good at making things. If you attach two things together, you can create something even longer. It is as simple as that. Though it may look odd, that makes total, and, and that makes total sense because they're stuck together with glue. He laughs, says, I think this is a very Legend of Zelda-like, and I'm liking it. Takazawa says, but Anuma-san, you were making a solid raft in the gameplay video, shaping it stylishly, laughs. You'll pass through the, the place early in the game, but you don't need to make such a solid raft to cross. If you want, you can cross without building a raft. Anuma. I know, but the purpose of that video was to show what's special about the game. I wanted to give players a clear example. Laughs. I mean, who wouldn't want to cross over the river on a self-made raft? I mean, it looked fantastic when he did it. The, 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 all the gameplay elements, the way the raft looked, the way he put it all together. I, I thought it was fantastic. And, you know, and then it says everyone laughs. Takazawa. Indeed. Watching the development staff doing test plays, some people created very elaborate inventions while others focused on efficiency and only use the bare necessities. It's interesting how a person's playstyle can say a lot about their personality. Anuma says, I feel, that I feel that designers in particular tend to create intricate inventions. Dota, by placing the attaching feature at the center of the gameplay, I think we have created a mechanism that meets the needs of both those who want to create something elaborate and those who only want to do the bare minimum needed in order to progress. Fujibayashi says we were very conscious of finding the right balance. Then it goes on to say it's nice that players can enjoy creating something elaborate while those who just want to keep moving forward in the game don't have to think too hard. So people can enjoy the game in their own way. Dota says in terms of features, one of the things we ended up not including in the last game was magic. Previously, we had a stamina wheel for physical actions, but there was nothing equivalent to a magic gauge. This time, however, we wanted to incorporate that feature, so we added another unique ability, the magical Zonai devices. As you can see in Anuma-san's gameplay demonstration video, you can generate wind or move objects with, with a Zonai device. Using this power, for example, you can, you can even create something absurd, such as an omnidirectional flamethrower. There are many moments where you can cheat in a good way. So this is very interesting. And and that's I think that's one of the things that's that's exciting me most about I me mean, hearing about a flamethrower, omnidirectional flamethrower. Like what what kind of stuff are we going to see from the community? Like we saw crazy stuff in Breath of the Wild from the community, but it seems like this this is going to be on a whole nother level. And I'm 
honestly, I'm here for it. I think it's going to be amazing. So Anuma says, well, you say magic gauge. It's, it's visual is actually a battery. And they all laugh. Uh, Takazawa says the initial concept of, of this game was to use the supernatural power of an unknown civilization as opposed to the Sheikah civilization's super ancient technology in the previous game. So we decided to create lots of handy items with magical properties. However, even if we describe these items as supernatural, players won't use them unless they know what they are. So this thing we so this thing we were calling magic ultimately became <clears throat> an electric fan. They all laughed. Takazawa, since we felt it important for our players to get what those items are at a glance, our designer ended up creating various appliances, laughs, coming up with ways to present them as something supernatural in the world of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was, was quite a challenge. It was a great opportunity for us designers to put our skills to the test. Anuma, if players are shown something they've never seen in real life, they'll have no idea how to use it. But if it looks similar to an everyday item, they'll understand how it should be used intuitively. Having these items in the world of the Legend of Zelda game where magic exists surprisingly worked. So you got all these battery operated fans all over the place so we can build some crazy vehicles and weapons in uh, in Tears of the Kingdom. And I think it's going to be great. It, it finishes up here and says, I see how I see the fun of sticking things together and magic have both been expressed in a slightly comical manner, typical of the Legend of Zelda series, so that players understand how they work intuitively. And that's I mean, that is a testament to great game development. Right. And this goes I mean, this goes all the way back to to Super Mario Brothers, where it showed us how to play with the first Goomba. Touch it, you die. Jump on it, you're good to go. That mushroom's not good for you. It's got feet and eyeballs, and uh, the mushroom that comes out of the question mark block, well, that one, that one's a power-up. And they just, that's, that's been, that has been a staple of, of Nintendo games through the years. And so, yeah, it can be a little bit quirky. It can be a little weird that we're seeing, you know, fans from the Zonai they might make it make sense and they might not but at the end of the day we get to have fun creating all kinds of uh all kinds of cool items and if you guys aren't watching the video there is a picture of the developers together and you can see anuma and 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 i don't i, I don't know who the others are just based on their on their photograph but they're all smiling and just having such a good time you can just tell there is a love behind what they're doing when it comes to creating this game and that that's incredible and that's that's good for us. That that is great for us. So we're gonna do one more of these developer. Uh, Ask the developers. Part five is coming up right after this one. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one. Bye now.